Hello, good evening, everyone. This is Sway Buckley here, and I am super duper 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 excited to be speaking with you all tonight. We have creatives from all over, literally all over the country, who have um, registered and who have chimed in. And I'm looking at the um, computer screen, so I'm seeing numbers and area codes from all over, and I'm so excited. So um, I believe that I have hit a chord as I know as a creative myself, that many of us have always, for a long time anyway, have tried to unlock this mysterious key, right, um, this mysterious door. So I want to um, share with you today, tonight, <laughs> about um, how you can use your craft and gain corporate sponsors. Yes, you can use your craft to gain corporate sponsors. Um, and it's not as cumbersome and as overwhelming as you may think, and you are valuable. Everything that you have to offer is extremely valuable. So I want you first get started with just sharing a little bit about myself because some of you may or may not know me or have heard of um, what I do and all that great stuff. So. I definitely want to share that with you just so you know my background. I um, I dance professionally, and I also have a couple of businesses. So when I speak about being creative, listen, I'm speaking to myself. I totally get it. And I my goal is to share with as many other creatives as possible all the information that I've learned by mistakes over the years as well as all the information that I have learned by just investing in my business, investing um, in myself, and getting around strong group of mentors and coaches. I mean, it's not just one place that I've learned everything. It's just a series of going through it. And my mission is to share with as many creatives who are willing to go further with their craft and do it in a way that is impactful, even more impactful than they have in the past, then that's who I want to share with. So I'm really, really honored that all of you have joined me um, on this call. I do not take it lightly. I am extremely humbled um, just to be able to share. And I always told, I always tell others and tell myself, you know, I only share um, those things and talk about those things that I have experienced myself just because I'm able to go through it. So that's one of the things that I put on my list um, recently, the last couple of years, is to really get down to the nitty-gritty and invest in myself, invest in my business, and um, work with getting adequate training for co corporate sponsorship. So I've gotten corporate sponsorship in the past as a dancer, but it really wasn't it, 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 I can't say, oh, yeah, I did this, 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 and this. It's really about, like, just knowing different people, but I really wanted to know what is the system. So that's what we're going to talk about tonight. Like, what is the system so anybody with any background, whatever type of craft, whatever your gifting is, that you can use that to connect with corporate sponsors, corporate partners. That's what, that's what I want to first make sure that you understand that. So um, just to give you a little bit about uh, background about myself, um, my under, in undergrad, I went to Texas Christian University, and I majored in dance, and I double minored in business and religion. And I just knew I wanted to do something with business. I wasn't sure what, but I just also knew I didn't want to be a broke dancer. I didn't want to be one of those ones going from gig to gig, trying to figure out what was next in life. That just didn't, it wasn't cute to me. I didn't want to do that. That just wasn't what I wanted to do. I didn't know, however, I didn't know what I wanted to do. I mean, I knew I wanted to dance, but I didn't know, like, well, what else? What else, God? What else am I supposed to do with this? So 
Um, my freshman year, my third day of school, I um, stepped on a needle. I was sewing a ballet shoe. I stepped on a needle and it broke off inside of my foot. And it was a long story of many threats of my foot having to be amputated, and it was just crazy time. So thank the Lord, my foot was spared, but at that time I knew, I was like, I can't wait. I need to find out, like, what other things will I be able to do with my gift, although because I do enjoy dance and I enjoy being in the dance world and being creative. I didn't want to be stuck, you know, doing something that I didn't have a passion to do. So there were, um, I think it was the, the second year, the sophomore year, I had opportunities to do some teaching within the after school programs. Mind you, I never taught at that time. At any any point in my life, really. So, but I went ahead and you know went for it as we entrepreneurs do. We're like, sure, I can do that. <laughs> I'm like, I have no idea how to do that, but I'm gonna do it. So I did that, and evidently, I guess it went over well because they asked me to continue teaching, and um, I couldn't because I was a full time student. So I thought to myself, well, I don't want to leave this you know money on the table. These are opportunities that they're paying me to do these things, and I didn't want to just, like, turn it down. So I said, well, maybe if I get a friend of mine and I subcontract them out, then I can still, you know, I'll be employing somebody, and then I'll still be getting some type of revenue from that. So that's what I started out doing just with one friend of mine. I did that, and by the time I graduated, I had um, a good three years of running this staffing firm. I didn't even know what it was called at the time. So I had uh, this staffing firm, a creative arts staffing firm, running that under my belt, and it was amazing because I realized, I think the first time I realized the benefit of doing that is when we were graduating and all of us were like, oh, well, what company are you going to audition for? Where are you going? And what part of the world? Everybody was just like scattering, you know, trying to get a job, trying to figure out where they were going to be dancing for their lives. And I was like, well, we'll see. I was just really cool. I was like, well, I'll audition here and there, but I was okay because I had this business, so I decided, um, well, you know what, I want to really grow it so I can run it anywhere, go anywhere in the world and run this business. So I um, moved, I got my little first little apartment in downtown Dallas, it was so cute. And so I'm like just running this business and I start working with other organizations, other companies and just, you know, just really getting out there and doing the same thing I was doing while I was in college, but um, just more so now on a full-time basis, and I did more of the teaching and then still had people working for me. And um, it took me about a good three, four years to grow that so I could um, be at the places. My goal was I wanted to build it to the place where I can go anywhere in the world and still have revenue coming in. I did not want to be stuck. I wanted to be able to travel. I wanted to be able to do what I love to do, which is to dance and to create. You know, I, I wanted to do all that. So I uh, got that opportunity a three, about three years, three, four years after that. I went back to my birth state of, of um, New York, and I began continuing to train, continuing to audition and perform, did a lot of off-Broadway stuff, national television, commercials, and um, dance companies, concert dance, all, just all types of wonderful things. So did all that while I was there for about six, seven years. Now, while I was there, I would always, you know, when you audition in the city, you start to see some of the same people over and over again. And people would ask me, hey, do you not have a job? Because everyone else would be like, oh, I've got I to gotta leave this audition early because i got to get to the restaurant or i got to get to wherever they had to go for work. But I never had that issue because my job, I just ran it virtually, you know, from um, New York. I was The business was in Dallas. So I was like, okay, well, I'm just going to um, – well, I would tell them, I'm just, I, just, I have a business that I never, like, said anything more. And they said, well, what do you mean you have a business? And 
I, you know, told them a little more, oh, yeah, well, it's in Dallas. Like, it's in Dallas, what? <laughs> and before you know it, people started asking more and more and more and more and more and more questions. And I said, you know, I was just amazed because I'm like, what? You all are so talented. You're amazing at what you do. Like, what are you doing? Like, why, why, are you, why are you asking me that? Like, let me help you create something so you can have other streams of revenue. Like, that's just how my brain was working. And um, so I started coaching them just on different things. There were people who made um, amazing, like, knit scarves and hats, and they didn't do it as a business. It was just like, oh, I just do this for fun. It's just here and there. I'm like, what? Mm-mm. That's a business. So I started coaching them, and that – all of a sudden, that birthed the Smart Artist Institute. I just made it official and just started putting programs together and really answering all those questions that we as creatives have concerning a business. I think the main thing we've always thought or has, has always been taught to us, like, okay, you do your art or you do your business. You just don't do them together. That's just, like, not the thing to do. So um, I, once I did that and I realized people were getting results, with their business, I was like, wow, this day, I mean, I knew it would work because it was working for me, but just to see them really growing in the thing that they were passionate about was amazing to me. So I um, moved back to Dallas, and I've been here about five, a little over five years, moved back to get married, um, but I still, am, I still have the freedom to travel back and forth um, to New York or other places, wherever I'm dancing or doing a workshop or whatever, and it's just an amazing feeling, okay? It is an amazing feeling to have that freedom. So what I do is I work with other creatives to help them um, do that thing, like whatever that thing is for them to do that, but do it in a way that creates multiple revenue streams and um, they are living the life that they they were created to work, um, to live. So my desire is to break the the idea or the syndrome of the starving artist syndrome, I really, I don't like that. I believe that we as creatives, we as artists, um, we as are, we are people who think differently, and especially as entrepreneurs. You, you really are an entrepreneur. Um, and I like to call us change agents. And so when we think differently, we innovate. And a lot of times what we see in our spirits, it's not, what others, they don't even understand it, and they won't even get it until we walk it out. But a lot of times we don't even walk it out because <laughs> because we, we're fearful or we feel like we don't know um, what, like, what, how to do it, you know, what's what. So I just want to talk to you about how to do it, and that's the whole corporate sponsorship piece of this call. This is just one way, one of the many streams that you can put in place. And I forgot to tell you earlier at the beginning of the call, to please connect with me if you aren't already on Twitter. I'm Sway Buckley. Um, and I'm sorry, Sway on the Move is what I am, my handle on Twitter, and then on Facebook, uh, Sway Buckley Smart Artist Institute. So shoot me some tweets and let me know what your questions or ideas and thoughts are. I want to hear about all those things. that You're going to have many ideas that are going to be bubbling in your spirit, bubbling in your heart as I'm talking. It just always happens because you allow yourself to, to go back to that, that place of, of trust. As you know how children are, they trust and they just start to dream and really believe that, anything is possible and that there's a purpose and there's a, 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 direct, a direct meaning for their passion. There's a purpose for your passion. So I believe that all of your gifts, all of your goals, and all of your dreams are there for a purpose. You are called to impact lives. You are called to transform lives using your gifts. Um, but we many, many of us have a, this misconception that we should only be using one stream, like I just, you know, for a dancer, I just dance, or I just 
you know, a fashion style. So I just style clothes. I only do this, like, this one thing, this one way, and that's it. And that, my friend, is not living to the fullest. There are so many other things inside of you that you can do with that gift, so many other um, ways to create revenue. I believe everyone should, especially us as artists, we, we are here to create, but even more, everyone, period, though, should have a goal to have at least four to five streams of income because that keeps things going. So when something dries up, you're able to still keep going. Okay, so because um, life happens. Because <laughs> we're always like, well, I'm doing this one gig. I've worked even with amazing artists that that are on Broadway, have done Broadway, and it's great while that's going. And then when their contract is over, it's like, okay, now what? You know, I've known some who just go from Broadway, you know, lead a lead performer on Broadway to collecting unemployment. It's just like, well, what else are you doing? You know, there's so many different things that you can be doing with your craft, so you're never waiting on others to give you an opportunity, but instead you can create your own opportunities. So that is my spiel on that. So what I would like to do is um, this call is going to go as such. I wanted to give you that background, give you a little idea of where I'm from, what I do, what I'm passionate about, and then I want to go into, we're going to go into some very common myths concerning corporate sponsorships. And um, then I'm going to give you some things to know. Like, so as we're getting started, if you don't have one already, make sure you have a pen and paper. I want you to write everything down. Um, and before we move forward, I know that I, I want you to hear what I have to say, but there's so much more that I, I have to say. And I really want um, to make sure that everything that I say is is what you exactly what you need to hear. Some of you have sent questions and some of you haven't, but I want to make sure I, I touch on what you need to hear. So I'm going to go, we're going to pray really quickly. Dear Heavenly Father, I thank you for this opportunity to come together and speak into the lives of all of these amazing artists, amazing creatives that you have. You are the giver of gifts, and so we thank you for the gifts. I thank you for giving them clarity, giving them ideas, giving them um, um, insight for giving them exceptional insight in everything that you have called for them to do. So I am just grateful to be a, a, a servant in this process and someone to come along and help them get to the next level of their abundant life. And we give you all the glory, honor, and praise. In Jesus' name, amen. Okay, okay, okay. Myth number one. I want you to write this down because... I want you to cross it out afterwards because it's not true. <laughs> Myth number one is, oh, I have to be a nonprofit organization in order to receive corporate sponsorship. This is absolutely not true. Many creatives don't even know that when, when artists or organizations, 501c3s, they receive funding, um, that's, a, that's from a certain portion. There's several different pools that an organization or a corporation has, and that's from a certain pool of money. Now, what I'm speaking of, and I'll share some information with you, even how I got my first one in a little bit, my first um, corporate sponsor, but what I'm speaking of is not, you're not asking for them to give you something. You are going into partnership. So usually you'll hear me say the word sponsorship and partnership. Um, I'll be using those two words simultaneously uh, because as a, when you're connecting with a corporation, even though they may be sponsoring something for you, they are also they become then your partner in whatever it is that you're trying to do. And then what is a partnership? It's not a, just a one-way street. It's a two-way street. So then you also become their partner in helping them get to the goal that they want to reach. And I'll explain that to you later because you may think, like, well, how can I do that? 
I'm telling you, even if you haven't started your business or even if you just have an idea, even if you are like fresh off the boat and you're like, oh, I want to conquer the world or whatever it is that you want to do, there's a system they put in place. You are still eligible. You can still connect and attain corporate sponsors. So the number one, just know that you don't have to be a nonprofit. That's the first myth that I want you to debunk so you can cross right through that. The next myth that I want you to debunk is um, I have to have product to sell. No, you do not have product to sell, but I think as um, as a entrepreneur you should have product to sell. But even if you don't and say you're not there yet, it's okay. You can still attain corporate sponsorship because you have a service, right, no matter what it is, whether it's makeup, that you do, whether it's styling that you do, whether it's dance, like all these are like a, a service slash product but not a tangible product, right? So you have something to offer and may not be a product, but you have something to offer your craft. That is what you have to offer. So now that you know that, that you can do it based on your craft, I'm going to go deeper with this, but I first want to let you know you must know your value. You must know what you bring to the table, and I'm going to share. I'm going to share with you as we go on how you, how do you determine this? How do you even articulate it to it um, to them? Because they they won't know your value if you don't. So it's going to be really on you. That's your job to let them know, not theirs to ask. Because sometimes, especially as creatives, as artists, will try to be like, "Oh no, I'm just." I'm just here just doing a little something, something. But, no, you need to let them know. Like if someone tells you, um, you know, that they really enjoyed your work or, oh, my goodness, this really brought me to tears when they saw this, I could just feel this, what I felt this way when I first came in, and then I saw your artwork and I felt totally different. These, That's transforming a life. That's transforming a mindset. That's shifting something. So you cannot – belittle that. You cannot demean that. You don't want to do that because those moments right there, that's what that's where the power is because corporations, I'm probably jumping ahead a little bit right now, but corporations are interested in people. They're interested in the market. They're interested in working with small businesses. I'm going to get to that quickly. I may repeat that later because um, that's one of my myths that I want to cover too. So that was myth number two. Okay, you have, uh, you have to have a product to sell. You don't. Okay, number three, corporations only do business or partner with businesses who have been around for years. No, that is not true at all. Um, what it is is you just need to know, once again, what your value is, and you need to know what you bring, not just to the table, but how you can impact that corporate sponsor. And I don't care how big they are. Like, it doesn't matter. Um, it's all about understanding the 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 language is understanding the systems that you have to have in place. Is understanding how to speak their language and how to share with them um, what it is that you do. And that's what I'm going to go over the second part of this call. But I just will first want to debunk these myths so you don't have to feel like, oh, well, why would a, a corporation want to even give me any money? Why would they want to do this? Why would, well, I'm going to share all that with you, too. You are, um, have the capacity to do amazing things with these sponsors or for these sponsors as well, for these partners. You're going in a partnership with them, okay? So that was your next myth. Now, let me go over the, that was, oh, this kind of ties right into that. The next one is, um, I can't offer them anything of value. Yes, you can. The main thing that corporations want or need from you is, to, is for you to connect them 
with their ideal client. And I'm going to be mentioning that over again um, shortly. But first you'll have to know who your ideal client is so you all can have some synergy with that so you're not, you're not having one client and they're needing to connect with somebody else. So we're going to go a little deeper with that too. But just to debunk that myth, yes, you do have something to offer, and you're going to be offering visibility to them. Um, you're going to be getting their word out to your clients and to the ones that you're going to be working with. And these are – I'm jumping ahead again, but it all ties in together. You just have to know who, who is it that you are called to, like who is your market. And whoever that market is, there, is, there are corporations who also – market to that same group. So the goal is to connect with that group and the sponsors that are interested in that, in that group as well. Okay, so now one more myth, number five. If I go to a sponsor, I'll have to pay the funds back. Some people think, oh, well, if I don't use all the funds up, then I'll have to pay them back. That is the biggest <laughs> the great thing about corporate sponsorship is you don't have to pay that back. They, they give you the funds or the in-kind. There are two different types of sponsors, and I'll go over that shortly. They give you something in exchange for you giving them something. But it's not like you have to come back and say, oh, well, I didn't spend this money, so I have to give it back. No, they give it to you because they're, they're paying something called a sponsor fee. Okay, so they're paying a sponsor fee, and I know you may be like, well, how much should this sponsor fee? And it, it all depends on what, what you're offering, but we're going to get over your, what you're going to be offering soon. There's so much I want to share in this call, but I just want to really go over the main points so you can at least, at least um, in your mind get an idea of what you can do to move forward. Like there are things that you want to just get yourself ready for. It's not an overnight thing, especially if you – don't know who your market is, if you don't have an idea yet what you want to do with it, I'm really glad you got on the call either way because now you can start thinking about, okay, what about this? And if I want to work with this um, company or this corporation, then maybe I should look at who their market is. And you can find a lot from their website too. So now I want to go – oh, I said I wanted to talk about the different kinds of, of corporate sponsorship. So there's two kinds. There's in-kind and then there is the cash, monetary, not cash, but they'll give you a check. Um, there's the monetary sponsor. Now, both are very valuable because, say, for example, you want to do a tour next year, and um, you want a tour to, you know, a multi-city tour. Well, you need to get on a plane or something, right, to get there. So why not have an airline sponsor that? So they don't have to cut you a check for that. They can just give you, be your sponsor, and be the one to take care of all of your airfare. I mean, that's pretty sweet, right? Um, or you have other sponsors who, in exchange for um, your service of getting the word out there to your people who you work with, you have sponsors who will give you, um, a, you know, check uh, like money for that too. So both are very, both are very, very, very um, valuable to you. So I want to share a quick story. Um, now my first corporate sponsors years ago, um, one of them, well, I had a couple of them I want to share with you, but one of them was with um, Qantas Airlines. I was in college, had no idea <laughs> what I was doing, but they did a partial sponsorship for me in kind for my trip. I went overseas. I went to go to Australia to do some workshops um, my senior year of college, and I called them, you know, and I just told them my story, and that's the thing about it. I'm going to, you know, we'll go over some formalities, but really you have to know, like, what it is that you're doing and who are you wanting to impact. And 
I didn't have all the information that I have now that I'll be sharing with you, but one of them, the first one was Qantas Airlines. I think I was maybe 19 or 20 and got my trip to Australia. That was amazing. <laughs> um, but the next one, another one was that I didn't even, there was another, or, there, uh, there was another organization who um, worked with a, um, an insurance company, and that insurance company wanted to get their name in the out in the community about, um, they wanted to work with seniors. So they wanted to sponsor, and sometimes you'll find this, and it's, it's very different. Every, like, you just have to be really, really open to hearing what your sponsor wants or what your prospective sponsor is, what they're asking for. Um, so this prospective sponsor, they wanted to uh, connect more with seniors in our community. So they wanted to sponsor, like pay cash money, well, a check money. <laughs> they wanted to um, give money for a dance workshop for seniors. Now, I don't really teach dance. I mean, I can teach it, but I haven't in years. But they wanted, like, I think a six-week workshop, and that was really cool because I didn't even have to do that connection. They already knew what they wanted. They already had the funds set aside. That was really sweet. So every situation is different, but I want to give you some tools. So if you want to, like, get on the phone and call somebody or if you want to meet sponsors and you need to know what to say, like, where, you need to know where to go, it, you know, it's great to meet them face-to-face because then you can build a relationship, and it's not all about give me, give me, give me. It's like getting to know who they are. You need to know the, they are people, too, and you want to know what their initiatives are, what their goals are, and I'm jumping ahead. But before I <laughs> move on, um, that, that was the end of the, the myths part, but I wanted to just share a few stories with you about just different times I've had sponsorship. And then now that I have, I've been able to invest in actually, uh, like, bona fide sponsorship programs and with the system in place, and then now that I'm putting all that and actually activating it the industry standard way, it's even more amazing. And that's what I want to share with you, too, because it's like when you have a system in place, um, things work. So the first thing I want you to write down when you're considering working or partnering with corporate sponsors or corporations, I don't care how big they are or how small they are, the first thing, number one, you don't want to make this mistake. Write this down. You have to understand your market. Who are you targeting? Like, who are the people? Like, what type of person is it? And I usually tell my clients when I'm working with them, you are connecting with, think of, like, one person. Like, who is your ideal client? And there's, like, millions of that person, that same type of person out there. Now, that doesn't mean that this person, this type of person won't shift from, you know, male to female or a little older, a little younger. But if you can have a very clear idea of who that person is that you're connecting with, and that makes a world of difference when you are connecting with a sponsor because you want to make sure that they have the same type of client in mind. So, for example, and this may seem like a little, um, for some of you, if you're, especially if you're doing like more performance-based things, there is still a type of person that goes out to a performance. There are some people who just don't do it, and there are some people who do. So you want to find out for the sponsor's sake, and for yours too, just for research, you know, who, who is the type of person that is interested in what it is that I have to offer? Who, are, who is the type of person who's always asking me for help with this, or when are you going to do the next show, or when are you going to do this? Like, what type of person is that? That's a type of person. So say, for example, if I'm doing a, um, let's say I'm doing a touring, a touring um, dance company or something like that, okay? So, and maybe my content for my dance company, maybe for a particular, maybe it's for like domestic violence month, which is, 
month, which is this month, October. Maybe I'm doing something like that. So maybe a little graphic. So it's not really for children. So I wouldn't go connect with, like, try to reach out to Toys R Us, right? You understand? Like, something like that is really basic. So I need you to understand that, well, who, what type of people are there? Most likely they're going to be women, right, when you think of domestic violence, usually. And then usually they're in a relationship, so they're, they're you know, they could be young, middle age, but then you need to think deeper. What are what are some other things? What are these women buy? What do women buy? You know, it's like think about clothes, think about um, cosmetics, think about I mean anything that a woman would buy. Think about that. And those types, those are companies that are connected to that market too, because that's women. Those are women. You know, something as simple as that. So it's really about starting off with. Being very specific, and that was a very general example that I gave you, but the more specific you can be with your market, the, um, the better. So what I want to do, though, because I don't want you to think I'm just making this stuff up, <laughs> I'm going to bring on um, um, Diana and Franklin Laws. They are uh, some amazing, they're an amazing couple that I've worked with. I've only worked with them one time, but I want to share, I want them to share with you just the difference it's made for them to understand who their market is so hold one second. Let me. Hey, Diana? Yes. Hey, how you doing? I'm well, thanks. How are you? Wonderful. Thank you. Thanks for getting on the call. So um, I want you quickly to share with everyone on the line about what you and Franklin do and um, what type of art. I, I don't know if I said it earlier, but he, Franklin, is an artiste. But I'm going to have you share just a little bit about that. Can you go ahead and do that? Mm-hmm. Um, Franklin and I are, um, we work together um, in the business. He's a visual artist. Um, his passion is creating artwork with a purpose. Um, so he kind of got started um, officially in 2008. Um, in 2012, he took a leap of faith, left his job, and so he's an artist full time. And so that's kind of around the time where um, we met Sway, mm-hmm. and we participated in an event called Strategize with Sway. Yes, it, now tell everyone like where you were at the beginning of that. That was earlier this year, I think, this summer. Actually, yeah, That's a lot's happened since then. So what were you doing then before you found out about who your market was? Struggling. Um, mm-hmm. We were kind of what my husband likes to call doing shots in the dark. We didn't know kind of what would work. So we were doing a little bit of everything, um, trying to attain this goal that we had in mind for the business. But we had some success, but because we were doing kind of everything by the seat of our pants, fly by night, nothing was really, was really happening together. Right, right. And that I think a lot of times people, we as artists, as entrepreneurs, period, um, if we don't have a system in place, it, it is kind of like just shots in the dark, like, oh, I hope it hits something. I hope I hope that's my mm-hmm. thing. That hits something so I can eat off of that. I can live off of that. But once you have a system in place, and that's just the beginning of the whole corporate sponsorship piece, once you get a system in place and that the first system is really getting clarity on who your market is, like who is that person. I even tell my clients, I say, okay, give that person a name. You know, is it a male, is it a female? What is their age range? You know, what do they do for an an occupation, and you don't know all these things, you're using that imagination, using that creativity, because once you create this type of ideal client profile, then it's easier for you to relate to that client. So 
Ms. Diana, what have you all done? You were just shooting in the dark when we first worked together. We only did like a half a day, but when we, we got to the nitty-gritty in just a few short hours, um, so you sent me an email not too long ago, and I went, I'm like so excited. Um, I want you to share with everyone, like since you understand now who your ideal client is, what has happened, and what did you learn in that day with, um, with me, with Strategize, with Play Day? Okay. Um, one thing that I want to say, and I, I hope I can say this way, but um, for all of the callers, I wanted to say a lot of times when you are really passionate about pursuing your purpose and starting your business, you may listen to a lot of people or try to obtain as much knowledge as you can because you want to see your dreams come to fruition. But one thing that I can say about Sway, which is the most important thing to me, is that she really cared about what was going on with my husband and I. She really was concerned about that and wanted us to succeed. She had a genuine concern for our success. And being the type of person that I am, I'm a heart person, and so I really appreciated that. She wasn't just someone trying to make a dollar for herself. I believe that she believes there's room at the top for everyone. And so that's something that I personally really appreciate. Um, and a lot of times when you're talking about creative individuals or even people of any type of success, you hear about the humble beginnings, you hear about the struggle, and then you hear about the success. You never quite get the middle part of the story or the in-between or how did you climb the ladder. They never really tend to tell you the meat of it, which is what you want to know. How do I get to the top? In those few short hours, because we have a creative, a creative mind, sometimes things get very jumbled. Mm -hmm. She helped us to organize our thoughts and what we wanted to do, and she didn't necessarily tell us what to do. She gave us the right information, asked the right questions to pull out our goals and our dreams to, in order to do that. As a result of that, um, my husband is currently, um, his artwork is being shown in a gallery in the Bishop Arts District for three weeks. In June of 2015, he will have his first solo art show, yay, yay. Um, in the gallery in Fort Worth. He also is showing for um, the Big 12 Conference in Oklahoma in February of 2015 where um, 12 black student councils of 12 colleges will be meeting at um, Oklahoma State University. He has a show coming up November 8th. The point is we've been busy and we've been working just from that one day with Sway. And so um, that's amazing. That's that, that, thank you for sharing that. I, I mean, I knew you told me some things were going on, but um, um, I, I didn't know all that was going on. So that's amazing. But I just want to thank you so much for sharing that. Can you give everyone, um, you have an email or a website to give them so they can see? Yes. Um, Franklin's website is franklinlawsarts.com. That's F-R-A-N-K-L-I-N-L-A-W-Z-A-R-T-Z.com. He can be reached on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Same way, Franklin Laws Arts. Yeah, thank you so much for that. I um, I, I didn't know all that what happened, but I, I know amazing things happen when you get focused and when you get the right systems in place. And that that's just one system, everyone, just the beginning of understanding 
um, who your market is. That changes everything. So I really, I don't want you all to take that lightly. Thank you so much, Diane. I'm going to put you back on uh, mute. <laughs> So I don't want everyone I don't want anyone to take that lightly of really getting a clear understanding of who your ideal client is and who your market is and who you need to be going after and just making sure that you are connecting with the right type of person and the right type of people so um that you it makes it easy. It makes it easy for them to connect with you because you already know who they are and they know who you are. <laughs> just like you all are all in this this line. It looks like the line may be full. I just got a few emails in but um, people can't even get on. So I, I'm glad that you all are here, but um, we are reco recording it, so I'll make sure I'll send it out to you so you can, um, you know, listen to it and share it so they can get people, you know, other, help other, other people out as well. But, um, Diane, I thank you again for that. So I really wanted you all to hear from someone who has seen what it's like, you know, to not have that focus of understanding who they're marketing to and or who they who their market is, like who is that person, who is that type of person that will purchase from them. Because once you know that, then corporations, guess what? They're doing the same exact thing. So if you all are doing the same exact thing and then you focus on that type of person, when you connect with that corporation, oh my goodness, like it it it's a sweet, sweet spot because you can say this is the type of person that buys my artwork. This is the type of person that will come to my experiences. This is the type of person that will purchase whatever it is that you're offering. And then they have that type of person that they want to reach out to as well, so you would just be giving them the visibility to do so. And you may be thinking, well, how do I give them visibility if I don't even have like a huge following and I don't even have a worldwide brand as they do? And I'm going to get to that in a minute because there's a very easy, easy, simple, super simple way to do that. So before I do that, um, I want to go to the next thing that you need to be able to do um, right now. You, you are already doing it because you're all creative. You were created to create. So number two is you must create. You must dream. I'm going to tell you at the end of the call when I get through all these, I, had a, um, I was reaching out to some prospective sponsors and interviewing them today for some things I'm working on, and I want to share with you a very, very fresh call, like it's fresh in my mind that happened earlier today that ties right back into this too. So I'll share that a little later. But I think it will really help with getting clarity on how this all works. So you you may be thinking, okay, what if I'm just, you know, um, I'm a creative or I'm a makeup artist and I just do makeup, you know. Well, what type of people do you do makeup on? Is, are they usually brides? Are they, and that doesn't mean you have to just do one person. You can do all types of people. But if you, if you do brides primarily, then that's a type of client. That's a huge, that's like a whole other type of like clientele that's really wide open because there's so many corporations that gear just towards brides, you know, especially like any place that does wedding registry. <laughs> think about that. <laughs> you know, any place that does anything that has anything to do with weddings, think about them as sponsors. And you may be thinking, well, what would they sponsor me to do? Now, that's where your creativity comes in. You can create. You don't want to think in a traditional box. You don't want to think like, oh, I just could do face-to-face-to-face-to-face-to-face. Well, what if you were to do a workshop as a makeup artist and you invited, let's just say they were for brides or they were for um, types of that just women who wanted to know how to do different looks or they were, were for maybe seniors who were getting ready for prom and you wanted to show them simple tips or they're about to graduate and you wanted to give them simple tips on how to prepare for the workforce. Whatever it may be, whoever you wanted to attract, it could be all types of women, 
But when you get a group of, let's say, for example, if we're talking about makeup artistry, if you get a group of women together to teach them and talk to them about makeup all in one place, and you can charge them, too. You still can charge them a fee to come in to do, you know, for them to get some, some skills from you. But why not partner with a corporation who wants to get in front of women anyway? Like, why not do that? And you, so I say all that to say, it's really about you creating different events to showcase your sponsor to other people because a sponsor, they're going to want to know, well, what's in it for me? Like, how are you going to show them? Like, even if you were to do a concert and you had slews of, you know, people come into places jam-packed, how is a sponsor going to get in front of those people? It can be several. I mean, you create that. If you did a, you know, a video presentation at the beginning and they can show their commercial or at the end or an intermission, or if you had a sponsored table there and they were able to connect with people, or if you had the sponsor come up at the end of the, the whole program and they were to say, oh, you know, thank you. It is our honor to be able to connect with all of you. You know, it's just so many different ways. It's not, there's no cookie-cut way to say, oh, you have to connect with your sponsor this way because if you don't connect this way, then we don't want to do it. And when I tell you about this conversation that I had earlier today, I'm telling you everything I'm saying is so true. I, like I said before, I only teach what, I, what I've done, and this is what I've done. So it, you want to not, like, take off your, take off that, the thinking cap of, like, thinking it has to be done one way. Get out of the box and think about what can you do, what type of events, like, really dream, make it big, make it fun, make it funky, make it fresh. Like, what is it that you want to do, but do it in a bigger way? Like, what is that? What is that? And they will pay. They will pay to get in front of those people. And I don't even care if it's just like 20 people, 30 people. I'm going to show you how to make it even bigger than that. That's coming up next, too. But you may think, well, how am I supposed to get all these people? Well, it's not necessarily just about your people that you have physical contact or reach or influence with. It's about growing that, too. So I'm going to um, share some things that I'm doing, too, so you can just, like, take that into consideration. But I'm going to give you some ideas. So you can do a type of tour. I don't care what kind of creative you are. If you wanted to do a tour with whatever it is, if you've written a book about your experiences and you're like, well, I don't know what to do with this book. If you want to do a type of book, and then think about the people who would purchase your book. If you want to do a performance tour, if you want to do uh, even speaking, if you wanted to do, depending on who your clientele is, if you wanted to do different things in the communities throughout the state, like I told you my first one, I went to Australia. I didn't even know what I was doing. So you can do so many amazing things. There's, like, really no limit. And then to have a corporation pay for that, and not just pay for it, but, like, you have money, like, after, <laughs> like, lots of money afterwards. So it's just an amazing opportunity. Um, so speaking, performance. Uh, college stores, whatever it is, like it, there's nothing. I'm, there's nothing that's off limits. You can really create an amazing thing. The main thing you want to think about is creating an experience for people. Like what experience can you give them? What can you do? And not just an experience, what's different? Like what can you do that's different? I remember um, Diane and Franklin told me the laws, the ones who we just, uh, who was just on the line. Um, and I forgot to ask her. I know she's on mute now. But I know when we first started talking, she wanted to do, I think maybe next year they'll probably do something like this, um, a show where the artwork is showing, but then there's like a spoken word artist that kind of, I don't know if the person would narrate or kind of tell the story behind or create a writing off of each painting. It's just amazing stories that go with each one. But something like that is like experiential. That's, that's, that's something different. That's something like, ah. Oh, Okay, and then well, what type of people will come to that? And then connecting with corporations. And my next um, 
step with the Franklin, the laws, the Franklins, with the laws is to connect them to corporate sponsors. Because first, you got to get get an understanding of who your market is, and I can help you with that as well. But I want you to first start thinking about it, like write that down, like write down a client profile of who that person looks, what that person looks like. And then our next step, I want to connect them with some corporate sponsors. I definitely feel like now they understand it, they got it. And it doesn't take long. Like I said, they, we just did a half-day workshop, and that was cool. So remember, you, number two, you want to create, create, create. Think outside of the box. Like dream, think big, um, because they're paying for it. And it doesn't mean like you have to say, oh, I've done this before. I want to do a tour. Listen. About entrepreneurship, this thing right here, <laughs> you, the thing is, you, when you see things in your sphere and when you're like, oh, I want to try this or I want to go for this, that doesn't mean you would have had to have done it. That just means that you have a vision for that. And you get as many details as possible, like, okay, I probably want to do these dates, these cities. And you don't, don't be concerned at the beginning about the venues and how, many, how we're going to do all that. You'll get there because the thing about corporate sponsorship, you don't contact them like, a few weeks in advance. Like right now, this season, September, October, this is a great season for corporate sponsors because they're preparing for their budget for next year. And so you want to think about what are what are the things that you can do moving forward. Like you want to have enough time to plan it. So let's just say, oh, I want to do something for next summer. Okay, this is a great time to be thinking about that. Or next fall, I want to do this type of tour, this work. And that gives you time to get the word out to get the funds in, and then to start making things happen. So all that comes together. Now, number three, I was saying earlier, I want you to think about this. Now, even if you may just be starting your business and you kind of have a good idea, like you're like, okay, I think I know who I want to, um, I, I want who my market is, who my ideal client is. Now, I want to share with you a way to build your brand like that. I just snapped my fingers. You couldn't see it, but just like that. <laughs> build your, your the people who are connecting with you, build it in a major way. And before you connect with corporate sponsors, you're going to need to get a media sponsor. And it's very similar to that of a corporate sponsor, except with a media sponsor, it's about them exchanging, exchanging their services, which is media, for you letting others know, giving them, um, well, I said letting others know about them, but giving them visibility that they desire as well. You understand what I'm saying? So I want you to think about, now, when I talk about a media sponsor, I started off, you know, I have, I know, you know, there are clients that I work with, and I we're constantly growing, and I know, though, that there are more people that I need and I want to connect with, so when we got our media sponsor, we are now <laughs> – our media sponsor is a, um, is a television media company actually out of California. And she actually – the lady – I didn't tell you all about this earlier, but I'll talk a little bit about it in a bit. She's actually going to be at my live event next month. So some of you I think have already registered. Those of you who haven't, I hope you will register like ASAP and get there. Um, but it's great to meet people face-to-face. -face. That's how I met her through another event. But anyway – her company, they reach over, her media company reaches over, um, I think, over 6 million people, million homes nationwide. So all of a sudden, I have this, my company now has this amazing reach. It has amazing opportunity to reach more people than I could ever reach because I have a media partner. You understand? So um, what a media partner is, and it could be um, a huge, like a blog 
it, you know, it could be a blog that's willing to interview you, not just interview you, but also give you some ad space and do some write-ups on what you're doing. Um, it can be a television company. It can be a newspaper. It doesn't just have to be one thing. And the thing about media is that isn't, it isn't, doesn't have to be exclusive to one media company. Like, just you can start with local companies, you know, start with local papers, kind of just get your feet wet there. Um, but what you would be doing in exchange for them is giving them the visibility on all those things that you want to do for next year that you don't have any idea how to do that. We'll talk about that. You'll get to that when that comes. First of all, you got to set the vision out. you got to write it down, okay, because people want to connect with people who are doing things. So you can't, and I probably should have said this at the beginning because it probably trip you up. If you, like what trips a lot of people up is they don't do anything because they, they feel like they don't have all the steps. And we don't have all the steps in place. But that doesn't mean you don't move forward and you don't say yes. You just start dreaming. You start with that plan of saying, okay, this is where I want to end up. This is where I want to go. So... If that's what you want to do, then you write it down and you let them know, this is my plan, this is where I'm going to go, this is how I plan to go forward in making this happen. And so the media, they want to always be a part of things. You know when media, when you hear on the radio that, oh, this radio station is out at this live event, come by and see us over here today or come over here. Like they're, that's them getting um, more visibility through that media spot, through their through their partner, whoever that partner is, and you could be that partner. So if you're doing a tour somewhere, if you're doing um, even like a class, you know, if you're doing a small class somewhere, what well, doesn't even matter. But just so the media is in the community, they want to get out, they want to connect with people. That's what they want to do. So they need small businesses <laughs> to connect with because small businesses are the ones who are connecting with the people. You know, people do business with those they know, like, and trust. And a lot of times, you know, the media um, doesn't always connect. They're always, I'll put it this way, they're always looking to connect with more and more people. So, but once you get your media sponsor, and that's pretty much, I mean, what you want to do first because that automatically grows your, 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 your reach. So then when you do talk to a sponsor and you have your, your quick fact sheet together and you can say, oh, yeah, this is um, – this is who we. This is who our media sponsor is. So that, it it automatically changes the conversation because any sponsor wants to be a part. They're like, oh, so you're really like you're 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 not. I'm not just you're not talking to me about coming to us to partner with a group of ten people. When not when you have a media sponsor, it just takes your visibility to a whole nother level. So um, as far as getting a media sponsor, it really isn't difficult um, at all. You like I said, number one, the first thing, the best thing I think anyway, would be to connect with someone in person instead of just calling. Yes, you can call, but you want to talk to like the program manager, but you don't want to talk to sales. The sales department, they'll try to sell you <laughs> some media. So your thing is you want to, in, in exchange for the media, um, you want to be able to promote and give visibility to um, the demographics that you're working with, your market. It's just kind of knowing that language to speak with. And I know I'm probably giving a lot of information right now. I just want you to take it all in. It will be recorded, so you will have that to take with you. Um, I'll make sure we get that out to you as well. So you want to make sure that you're just very clear on who you can connect your corporate sponsors with. That's the main purpose of getting the media because they make us bigger, like all of a sudden, just like that. When they say yes, it's like, Okay, great. So that first conversation that I had with my media sponsor, um, she was just like, oh, that sounds great because you know what? I also did my research, and I checked to see who is who is her or who are their, um, their ideal clients. And I know that a lot of their ideal clients 
are focused in a certain area of business or they're small business owners. And so I'm like, hey, that's who I work with versus just saying um, artists. Now, that can be another company that works just with artists, but my thing is really not just about the art or the, cre- or the craft. My thing is about teaching you small business skills so you can run wildly effective companies and corporations yourself based around your own craft. That's what my deal is. So you just have to be very, very clear on what it is that you're doing. Okay, now, number four, this is um, the part when deciding to, uh, or deciding, when deciding on what interview, what sponsors the interview. And if you notice the language I use, you're deciding on what sponsors to interview. So it's not so much about, oh, can you give me money, can you give me money, can you give me money. You're interviewing them to see if it's even a good fit for you. There are so many companies out there that want – they're like, that's, that's what their job is, like the marketing, the ad agencies or departments. Their, their job is to connect with other – we call them properties, you know, other businesses that connect with the people that they want to reach. So they have it, and it's just about making sure that you and your company has a, a clear understanding of who your market is, number one, and then what are you going to do? Like what type of events would you put together? And like I said, don't get all stuck in the head on, well, I don't know how to do this. Not, forget about all that. Think about what it is that you want to do at the end of the day. Like, okay, next year I want to do, it could be start off small. You can say like a three-city tour. Okay, great. And that, see, that, that tour happens when you get that sponsorship. So it's not like you're saying, oh, yeah, I've already done this before, so I'm going to do it. No, the, the tour is financed through those corporate sponsors. So you just have to know what your um, expenses are and how many sponsors and how much you're going to need. But that's not even what you need to even share with them because you are, um, they're giving you, they're paying a sponsor fee to you for you to get their name out to give them visibility. So it's not like you're coming to them saying, oh, here's my, here are all our bills and you need to pay that. This is what we need. You know, it's nothing like that. This, this is not that. This is you are giving them visibility in exchange for them giving you those dollars or in exchange for them giving you something like an in-kind sponsorship based on whatever it is that they're doing. So um, once again, you're giving them visibility. And then if you do a, any type of live event where you're doing um, like a performance and you let them on the stage, that's called giving them access. That's something else that corporations love to have. They want to have that touch, that quote-unquote touch with people. You give them connections. And let's say you have a company that comes out and gives coupons. Like, I don't know, a, like let's say you have a restaurant that sponsors your lunch. So you do a, a, a workshop and you want them to come sponsor it they do um, they give you money but then in, in exchange um, you let them know that they can come and speak to the people to let them you know to give them their you know thank you for for enjoying I hope you enjoy our meal whatever it is that they're doing but something else that you can do is allow them to give out um, coupons something as simple as that because when they give out coupons you're uh, allowing them to drive traffic back to their to their restaurant or to their store, whatever it may be. So these are just some simple things that you can, like, say this is what you get in in um, in exchange. And another thing is you can do, um, you can say is this phrase is extended reach because you're, you get you get that extended reach for your organization from your company through your media sponsor. 
And because you have a media sponsor, whenever that sponsor interviews you or does a story on you, you let them know who your sponsors are. And that's how your, your, your corporate sponsors get visibility through your media sponsor. Um, you can also, a lot of companies like to have a spokesperson and like in exchange for dollars or in kind based on what, your, what agreement you set up, you know, you can be their spokesperson. Now, you just want to make sure, once again, any corporation that you're looking to work with or that you do work with, that they are, everything is in alignment. Like you're not, <laughs> you're not um, connecting with a corporate sponsor that you believe nothing, like you don't believe in them. Like you wouldn't eat that food because it's horrible, you know, or it's just horrible for you. You don't want to do that. You don't want to put yourself in that situation. You want to be authentic. So there's certain companies that I'm just not going to align myself with because I don't agree with it, you know, um, whether it be bad for your health or just not good to do, you know, whatever it is, I'm not, there's, there's certain things that I just wouldn't align my brand with because it, it doesn't go. So likewise, this is why for, for them, they want to do the same thing as well. So you want to be clear, once again, who your market is and then think of different ways that you can give them visibility. You don't even have to have those ways now. You don't even have to know how all those, those ways will come to pass. You just have to know this is what we want to do. So I want to give myself as an example this company, the Smart Artist Institute. So when we're working with our corporate sponsors, and I'll share a little bit with you about my call earlier today um, just in a moment, but I will say this, you want to um, have different ways for them to connect with you. So we are... Um, we do our live event every year, just once a year. Um, next year we're planning on doing a multi-city tour. Now, I don't, do I know what cities yet? Nope. Do I know the dates? Nope. But if I let them know this is what we're planning on doing, you know, I'll get there. <laughs> we'll get to it. But you have to let them know that this is what we're, this is what we're about. You know, and that may be sometime next summer. Um, we're planning on launching an online, um, a web-based TV show just for, uh, small business owners who are in the arts or creatives, I call them. So all these different ways are opportunities to connect for them to connect with you. Like they want to connect with you, like everyone who's on this line right now. And I mean, and I tell them, oh yeah, we do teleseminars. That's just getting on the phone and speaking on something that I already know. And let's say they may be like, well. How do I? How do we get visibility? I have to be creative. I have to say, well, I'll let them know that you're the sponsor, or I may send them to your website, and we have a special link so they can see that we have people going there, or you can have someone on the phone to talk about the importance of whatever it is that that sponsor does. You know, so you have to be creative. Like I said earlier, create. Yes, you create how you want that year to look, but you have to also create like the opportunities, like how. Think about it for, like, if you're the corporate sponsor, if someone were to come to you and say, hey, this is what we're asking for, you know, 10000 25000 or fifty or 100000 however much, um, we're asking for this and this is what we're doing. You're going to say, okay, so what is it, what's in it for me? You know, so you want to be able to answer those questions before um, they even ask. You know, you want to be able to say, this is what we can do. We can give visibility. We can give naming rights if they pay enough for it. They can get, you know, naming rights if they can get connections. All, all those type of things you can they can do as a result of working with you. But first and foremost, you have your your media sponsors, and that's what lets them know that your reach is so much bigger than you as as a solopreneur. But they're not even concerned about you being that solopreneur. They're concerned like, oh, you can connect us with the people that we want to buy our products anyway? Okay, tell me more. So think about that. Now, another thing I want you to um, think about is, this is the fifth one, and... I think this is the last part of it, and then I'm going to go over the story about my um, 
that the call that I had earlier today was a, I can't give the name of the company, but it's an insurance company, believe it or not, because guess what? My company, we have business insurance, and businesses need business insurance. So they're companies too, and they have marketing dollars too. So anyway, I'm going to get to that in a minute. The next one is um, you want to think of a sponsor not like as a hit and miss like or hit and quit it type of, okay, I'm doing this event, and they pay us for this money. They pay us this amount for this event, and then we're out. Like that's really in, unattractive to sponsors. You want to think of yourself you are a brand, and so you want to think of, like, whatever events that you have or plan on having, okay, um, for next year. You want to think of that as the whole experience, the 2015 experience with you. Like, what is it that you're planning? What is it outside of your one-on-one -on -one clients, let's just say you do a couple of things here and there one-on-one, -on -one, what are you doing? And you can, you know, um, collaborate and partner with other businesses and maybe, you know, come together and do things that way, but to make it even bigger, but just putting some things in paper, even if you did something once a quarter, if you did a certain call and you were giving instructions on certain things, depends on what it is that you do. You know, everybody's deal is so different, so I really can't give you a cookie-cut answer as far as everybody should be doing this or that. But whatever it is that you do, you need to be creating an experience for your clients. So, and it's year-long. So what it looks like is, and this is a beautiful thing too, you want to think of of it as a partnership for a year, like an annual contract. That's what it is, an annual contract. So they have sponsor fees that they pay. Usually the corporation pays at one time for the entire year, whatever you have different options that you give them based on what their needs are. Um, and you always want to find out, I said this earlier, like what they're, you want to ask them, well, what are your initiatives for next year? What are your goals? Um, what are some things that you have in place? Because then you can hear what they're saying, and they'll tell you, and it's really important that we um, – get in front or we have some, you know, some relationships with the with more people in this demographic. Or if they say we really want to connect with more people or more women of this age range, and if that's your clientele, oh, I'm so glad that you said that because I know the perfect thing. I'm looking at doing a tour, and it's going to attract these people. And don't even be concerned so much, well, what, how do I get the people? Because <laughs> that will come through the media too. Then you work on getting media sponsors in those areas, you know. So, all of that comes together, but the main thing is that you put your um, you, you put your idea or your plan together, so you give them something to work with you for, work with you on for an entire year. So it's not just, oh, I'll be the sponsor for that event for that event. You want them, okay? Every event that I'm doing, and you let them know this is what I'm doing. Now this is just this call. I know it's a lot of information. It's just like the tip of the iceberg as far as it's everything, but at the same time you need to know probably like, well, what do I say when I get on the phone? I will share that conversation with you right after I finish this. Or, um, well, what, you know, what do I offer? I went over a little of that with, that with you as well. This was really just to get you to understand, first and foremost, like you can, even if you don't have all, all the, everything in place, you all can shoot me an email to ask me questions. Um, what is my, what is my email address? <laughs> you can send me an email at info. I N F O at Sway S W A Y Enterprises dot com so we can connect and that's I N F O at Sway S W A Y Enterprises dot com and I'll be more than happy to answer questions because um, I know everyone is at different places and it's really um, about understanding once again who your market is and what events that you want to plan how you want to do things. And then how do you connect them with your um, sponsors? And I know 
that um, some of you may have, some of you have emailed me and said, you know, I'm not, I haven't really started my business yet, but I'm really interested in getting information on how to get corporate sponsorship. And so I really salute you because you don't want to wait until you get to that place. Because like I said, I started when I didn't even know any of the things that I know now, and I just went for it. And I was like, listen, this is what I'm doing. This is who I'm here to affect. And I know, all I know is that Qantas Airlines, I know that you go to Australia. I need you to do something. Like, I, like what do we need to do? <laughs> you know, of course, I didn't say it like that. But you know, it really starts off with what you have, and now you all have a lot more information than I even had because I didn't even understand the whole marketing piece and who's my marketing, how do I do this, and how do I, you know, call them, or what do I say. It's really, you know, you have your story. You want to put that on paper. You want to put pictures in there. Um, you want to make sure that everything is about an experience. And for those of you who are interested, I mentioned this earlier, but something amazing is happening um, next month. And I don't say just because it's one of my events. I want to share with you, though, before I get off the line, though, about the, story, the, the call today. So I want to make sure you hear both of these things because um, you'll be able to use that. You can start tomorrow if you want to use that script. <laughs> you know, it really doesn't matter. But I want to share with you about the event next next month for those of you who have already asked questions and are interested and who need more assistance um, with just getting a clearer understanding, not of just who your market is, but also understanding um, how to connect with sponsors. Because I will even have sponsors at the event. It's the Smart Artist Intensive, and it is truly an intensive, November 15th and 16th here in Dallas. And you can go to smartartistintensive.com. But we'll be going over. My media sponsor will be there, and she'll be presenting. So you'll be able to connect with her. Really, like I said earlier, it's about starting relationships, having relationships with people, connecting with them, and seeing how you can offer them what they need, and they can offer you what you need. Because I found out about her because she was a media sponsor for somebody else I knew. So that's a media they like to sponsor and work with people that are doing different things. You just want to make sure you connect to the right type of um, media, you know, to make sure that they their market is the same as your market. So she'll be there, and I have some other amazing folks there, too. We'll be doing social media, how to um, gain clients. There are so many clients that I've gotten through social media um, just from my tagline or my bio on my social media page, like all of them all together, and just really understanding how to, how to conquer that. It's changing all the time, but um, it's definitely a simple system to put in place to connect with people and also, when you are in an environment with other creatives, and not just creatives, but people who are thinking like you are, because in these environments, I've had people return year after year, and this is actually just our third year doing it, but I've had people come that have come the first year that continue to come back, and they're continually learning. And this is the first year that I'm actually doing corporate sponsorship, because now I've gotten even more training, like formal training, <laughs> and I've seen the results, so I want to share that. I didn't want to, I'd never share anything that I don't do myself, so I'll be able to share a lot more as far as, like, um, what a, a, a sample outline of everything looks like, what does a quick sheet, quick fact sheet look like, um, how to set your market, like who is your market, who are some people or some companies that you can connect with, and really first and foremost about getting clarity because if you don't have clarity, like it doesn't even matter. Like you heard Diana um, speak earlier, when you get that clarity, that's when all those doors open because you know how to create opportunities and then you know how to go through those doors. So I really want to encourage you all to check out the site. What I'm doing, um, oh, it's smartartistintensive.com. And normally, actually, if you wait into the last day <laughs> to register, the rate goes up to 1397 almost like $1,400, and it is worth every cent. But right now what we're doing, a very early bird special, $97, three payments of $97, or one payment of 247 
And so it's very, it's well worth every single cent. And so, and if you have questions, shoot me an email. But I wanted to give you all, I want to tell you about this call that I had earlier today. And if you all have any questions about um, anything that I said earlier or, in about, or about the event, I would love to have you. It is um, located downtown Dallas, and all that information will be emailed to you upon registration. Um, but really, my main heart is to help creatives develop multiple revenue streams by with their craft. Like a lot of times you may feel like, well, what does that look like? Well, we go step by step and go through that. And I also have a free training. Um, I It was online, but if you want to email me for that too, I can send you a few free video training that talks about how to create multiple revenue streams with your craft. Now, um, that's, you know, three short videos, and that kind of leads in, gives you a little bit inside of, of the things that we'll be going over on the 15th and 16th, but when you're there with other creatives and other entrepreneurs, you're able to build partnerships and alliances and really get some get down to the nitty-gritty and just make some great things happen. Like every year, amazing things happen. And you heard what Diana said. She and I and her husband, only we only work together half a day, but this is going to be two full days. So it's going to be amazing. And it's not just lecture. It's like, okay, do this, do that. When you go home, go do that. No, it's like bring your laptop. Let me see. What does your website look like? Okay, try this right here. Oh, no, change that color over here on your social media. Oh, no, do this right here. Change the words over there. Like it's all of that. So we walk you through step by step so you get what you need and you walk out of there with a whole new, not just a plan, but things that have already been implemented. So it's it's amazing. I act as if I'm not even putting it on. <laughs> if I was there, I would say the same thing. So not biased. But let me tell you about this call that I had this morning. I called um, an insurance company, and I just happened to call because I, you know, I was call, I was I was kind of getting a little frustrated because I called it um, a bank, and I was trying to get to someone who was over the sponsorship. And um, the lady <laughs> told me she was like, "We can't give that information out. Just give me your information, and I'll have them. I'll shoot them an email." I'm like, "Okay, I don't know how profitable that will be, but I went ahead and did it, and I told her what I was doing." So um, I was like, "You know what? Let me just call somebody else. Just." You know, sometimes you just got to, well, all the time, you just got to keep pressing um, through. But I was like, you know what, I'm just determined to get something today, like some type of yes, like a green flag, this is going well. And I, I, when I tell you it rocked my world today, I was like, oh, so this is how the call went. And you can use this script, too. I don't care. You can use it as early as tomorrow morning if you want to call a company or, a, or you know, a corporation that you think that would be interested in sponsoring something for you. Now, remember, you want to make sure – don't 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 go talking to somebody who doesn't know what they're talking about. And I say this because I went into a couple of, um, I'm not going to say the chain, but national chain stores, like supply stores that have office equipment and whatnot. And um, the people, even the managers in the store, they were like, oh. And I said, well, I just wanted to know if they did anything on the local level since I'm doing my um, different things. A lot of them I do here, and then I'll travel with them. But if I'm doing some things here, if you all want to reap the benefits of it at your particular store, you all can take part in the partnership or the sponsorship versus us going to corporate. But I can go to corporate because I know I know what to do with corporate. But the thing is, now I'm, I'm going to these stores thinking I'm trying to help the store out and just be a sweet situation, right? So the managers get on the um, they get the managers down. Somebody calls them on the phone and gets them to come and talk to me. And so I'm telling them about what I'm doing. And don't get discouraged because sometimes, a lot of times, actually, you talk to the wrong person, and they'll just tell you what's not possible. That's just because they don't know that it is possible. Um, so that's what happened even at the, with the spot, with even with the managers. They told me I went to two different sports stores. I'm like, uh-uh, this is not right. I know. I, y'all just don't know. So anyway, the, the one was a lady, and she was like, um, 
Oh, so do you want, like, you want us to give you in-kind? Or she was saying, like, we were a nonprofit. She's like, oh, you want, like, a community, like, a gift card? I'm like, no, I'm really not after the gift card. I want to do sponsorship. So we're doing something for you. You're doing something for us. And it's on a, and it's on a much bigger level than a gift card. And so she's like, oh, no, we don't do that. I'm like, actually, yes, you do. I know your, your company does this because they do it through their marketing. She's like, oh, really? Oh, okay. So, you know, a lot of times you just have to be mindful of who you're talking to because then when I went around and turned around and found – I already knew this, though, but I, I knew that the company did do that just because I've, I've, I've heard the person speak who gives the money away. <laughs> and so I was just trying to do it on the, on the local level with them. But, see, a lot of times people don't understand, um, likewise, like what your gift is. They don't understand that it is possible, and I just want to really be that voice of um, – of light to you to say, yes, it is possible, and everything that God has put in your gut, in your spirit, in your heart to do is there for a reason, okay? So um, I'm going to tell you about this call this morning, and then we'll be all done, but use this as your script if you, if you like. So I called the place, and actually, I called, I didn't know, I was kind of frustrated after I got up the phone with the, <laughs> with the bank lady. Um, the banks are great sponsors too, by the way. I mean, no matter what you do, because they always want to—they always want to get accounts and they always want to get in front of people. So no matter what, like banks, insurance companies, like just—I mean, household items. People are always buying those type of things, you know, toilet paper, all that stuff. But that's—I digress. Those are more general ones. But anyway, so I called this insurance company and I was looking on the website, like, okay, who do I call? I don't see, because that's the other thing you want to find out, like the marketing department or public relations or something like that that is dealing with. Um, the media relations, something like that. So I found they said for inquiries or business inquiries, like if they had a media, if there was something like about the media was calling or they needed to do a story on the connect with the media, then you call this department. I was thinking I'm calling the wrong department. I'm just going to ask him to connect me to the right department that does a sponsorship. Well, I call um, this insurance company and um, I just I was very like not even, you know. Like, oh, my goodness, I'm so nervous. I wasn't even feeling like that like I was earlier because my little bubble was burst since that lady from the bank told me she couldn't connect me. So um, I was just like, hey, hi. You know, I told him who I was. I said, hi, this is um, Sway Buckley. And I told him what my property was. I'm from or I'm with the Smart Artist Institute. And I wanted to know if you can connect me with the person who is over your corporate sponsorship. And um, I actually said connected with the person who's over a con your corporate sponsorship because we're doing interviews right now. Like when you let them know you're interviewing, that you are you are already setting the stage and saying you're, you're you have something valuable to offer. When you tell anybody you're interviewing them, it's like, huh? Okay, so you have options. You just know that you have options. So he said, oh, okay, well, tell me about that. Who are you with again? And so I'm like, okay, am I speaking to the right person? Like who makes the decisions? And so. I said, I'm with the, um, the Smart Artist Institute. He's like, well, tell me about it. And I was not thinking he was going to turn on me, like, tell me about it. I thought he was just going to say, okay, let me connect you. Well, he was the guy. And so um, it was right there on the website, but it was so unassuming. It was under, like, media relations, contact us if you need media relations. So I was like, okay. So I told him, he said, tell me about it. And I told him, I said, well, I work with artists, creatives of all kinds, and I help them build wildly effective businesses. Um, and I teach them how to create multiple revenue streams with their craft. So they're all small business owners. And I wanted to connect with you all because um, all of next year we have different events planned out, and I wanted to see how we can – I said I'm interviewing sponsors now, so I wanted to see what type of partnerships would be available. So I let them know what I'm wanting and who I'm working with. And so he's like, so where are you located? 
and I told them, you know, I'm in Dallas. Mind you, I'm calling. I think their corporate headquarters are in um, New York because I was calling a, a New York number. And I didn't know they weren't. They're not even in Dallas. So I was like, and see, had I known that, I probably wouldn't have called them. But I'm so glad I did because I, I it, it's, it's a green flag right now. So it's really great. So I said, um, we're in Dallas. So do you all have any? I said, I realize I'm calling New York. Do you all have any um, offices in Dallas? He's like, you know what? We not we're not even in Texas. And I was like, oh okay. He said, but tell me more about what you're doing. I was like, oh, okay. So I told him, I said, well, you know, we do live events, and we're doing this, da 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 And he was like, huh, okay. And I said, actually, um, and this really even got him intrigued. It's something to think about. A very good place for all of you on this line to start with right away is companies that you already support, like your electric company, um, your gas, if you have electric gas, is different. Like all those companies, especially if it's in your, your city, you're doing an event in your city, they have marketing departments, and they want to get the word out. So think about the – toothpaste you use, the type of toothbrush you use, like all those companies are in your house. Those are corporate sponsors all up in your house. <laughs> those are all corporate sponsors all in there. So you want to think about those things. You're a consumer and that you want to connect their brand with consumers. So I said, you know, actually um, I was calling because I, 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 my company, my business uses you as for insurance. And I know how important it is for businesses to have insurance. And so I only, I'll only promote and and talk about those companies that I currently use and like that I'm pleased with. So he was like, wow, well, thank you. So all of a sudden, flattery. I really wasn't saying it's a flatter. I was telling the truth. So and then he says, well, um, he says, well, how long have you been with our company? And I'm like, um, I think about maybe three, four, maybe five years. And I said, you know what, it's been a while. I said, I'm not going anywhere. You know, and this was just, we were just talking. And I'm realizing, oh, my goodness, this is the guy who, like, calls the shots and I'm just like talking to him just being silly but it was just great and I think it's really important to have that type of feeling that demeanor when you're calling just realize you're talking to a person and a lot of times these people are very busy so they don't have a lot of time to just be talking but they're in the process of um, preparing for next year so as most companies and corporations are right now, they're preparing for their budget for next year so he was like well we have lots of initiatives going on I want to know more about what you're doing I said well we also, he said, so you're just in Dallas, are you only in Texas? And that was a great segue for me to say, oh, well, no, we have a, our media sponsor has, um, connects with millions of families nationwide. No, no, I said millions of families. And he said, what, nationwide? And I said, yes, nationwide. And he was like, oh, well, can you send me some information? When I tell you the, situ like, the table just turned, and he was like, here's my email address. Send me the information. I said, you know what, I'm sending it to you right now. He said, I want to send this over to my team, but this sounds like something that we could definitely um, be interested in sponsoring because they're right. Because I even asked them, I said, well, what kind of initiatives are you all working on? And his thing was like, oh, we just, we have a lot. Well, tell me about yours. And I'm like, okay, okay. So and that's kind of difficult because I'm like, well, I don't know. And I should, had I been taking it seriously because I was remember I was said I was kind of frustrated from that bank conversation. So I, I should have done my more research to find out like because they'll usually put on their website through press releases and different things that they're working on. And you can say, oh yeah, I read on your website. I read a press release about that you're doing this next, and I can say, oh, well, this would be a great. But I didn't even do that because I was in my own little deal, you know, and I got out of it real fast. But so when I spoke to him, I was like, oh, my goodness, wow, this was really fast and very easy. And he was very like, yeah, let's do it. Like, let's talk. And so 
Um, I said, well, let me send you my quick fact sheet. And that quick fact sheet is basically, like I said, you want to have some pictures. You want to talk about your mission. You want to talk about how you're going to give them visibility next year. That's something that I could definitely work with you on, too. So shoot me an email. We can talk now. So then I, um, I didn't hear anything back. And so I'm like, well, I told him I was going to send it to him. Do I call him? I said, well, I should have, before I got off the phone, I should have said, well, I'm going to call you right back and let's schedule a time, a meeting. That's what you should do. But I wasn't even in that mindset because I wasn't even thinking that it was going to be that easy. Like all of a sudden it just changed, and that's the thing about it. You just have to you have your dream list, and then you just start hitting them up, and you already know who's your market, who isn't, and you just go for it, you know. And so anyway, I called him back. I was like, well, let me call him back and just confirm receipt of the of my um, email. It's just a one pager, you know, send it in always send it in PDF and I put all my different sponsors that we've had in the past. And you know what? Even if you haven't had a corporate sponsor, if you have had like an in kind sponsor, if you had any type of company that's ever helped you do anything in the past, um, you can use that as a logo at the bottom of your page just to show them this credibility here. Even if it was like a company, maybe you did something in partnership with someone else and as a group collective, you had a corporate a corporation sponsor, whether it be money monetarily or they sponsored um, in kind contributions, whatever it is, you know that that really just just to get started. But once you get that first one, it's really easy to start building that credibility to say, oh yeah, this 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 and this. A lot of times we have experiences that we belittle and we don't even say, oh, we'll say, oh, you know what, that really wasn't nothing. I was just helping my cousin out and I happened to be on, they happened to have me on that TV show. And that was just like a really local thing right there. But I don't care how local it is, how small it is, use it, put it down. Get that logo, Google the company, get that logo, put it on there. Just, you know, of course, be honest with everything. Um, but a lot of times we do things and we don't value them because we're like, oh, that's not really like big. But it is some type of credibility and it is big. That can be the difference between them saying, oh, this is the real deal or not. Because you know, the thing about us as creatives, we may not have all the answers, and that's okay, and we'll just go and jump and start flying before we even know where, like how it's going to go. But we know it's, it's going to be good. Um, the thing is, you, have, you, you may not have all the steps in place to get to the final step, and I want to help you continuing to think that way, like it's okay, and that's fine. You don't want to wait till you have everything in place before you move. Um, I want you to understand, though, and remember that you know your craft. So just how you talk about your craft and just how you say, well, I may not know all this over here, but this do I do know. This is this is what I do know. These are the people that I've impacted, and these are the people who have said, you know, that this is their life has changed from this or da 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 whatever it may be. You want to be sure in that thing. That's going to make a world of difference in that level of confidence. So I called him back, and I asked him if he um, received the email. And he said, I was like, um, I was like, hey, this is Slay. You know, just kind of, I was real jolly then. <laughs> <laughs> and he was like, hey, Slay. So he already knew who I was. And I said, hey, I just wanted to make sure you got the email. Did you receive my email with the quick fact sheet? And he said, absolutely, I did. I said, well, okay, great. Well, how soon? This is a very key question you want to ask. How soon should I call back so we can set up a phone meeting? And he said, well, give me a week because I'm going to share this with my team. And, um, and then give us a week so then we can know what the next steps are. And then one of the questions he asked me, though, is something I said earlier. He said, how do you envision – us working, like this, our company, working with your business. Like, what is your vision? That's what he asked me. And I'm like, um, well, what do you want to do? Like, what are you? But I, I couldn't, like, ask him everything I think because he just wanted to answer for me. So I'm like, well, what are your initiatives? And he said, well, 
we have plenty of initiatives. Tell me, how do you envision this? So then that's when that creativity comes. You have to know, I mean, you have to already have some things in place, like I said earlier, like in place, like written down. So I just started going off of what I written down and saying, well, we do live events, and it will be great to have a representative there. We have um, a coaching program year-long, and we can do tele-seminars, and can, they can speak to the, the, our our coaching clients or the people that are connected with us, um, we can connect you, you know, through our social media. We can connect you on our website. Um, like, what do you want to do? Like, there's so many different ways. So he was waiting for me to tell him how exactly I wanted, how I saw. That was, that was his question. And I met with another sponsor last week, too. He said, how do you see your company, us, our company working with your company? So you have to be prepared for that question, but then get a good idea first of, what is it that they want? Like, do they want to get in front of people, or do they want to be on my website, or do they want to be mentioned? I'm sure they would want to be mentioned on any media that I do, especially because reaching millions of people, that's like the buy-in right there. So you need to let them know those things. Like, if they're going to ask you, how do you envision us working with your business? And that's where you have the floor. And so you want to let them know, oh, we can do this, 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 and this. And that's like, okay, you know what, let me send you some information about that. And then you send them that quick one-pager, and it's very, actually a very smooth transition when you know who you're connecting with. I just really wasn't mentally prepared for them. I, I knew I wanted to call them because they were on my, my wish list because they're a company that I use. And so I suggest you do the same thing. Just do a wish list of all the companies that you use at home, all the organizations, whoever you pay every month. If you pay a website company, look at them. If you pay um, any type of electric or gas bill, water bill, all that, all those folks, they have marketing money, okay? And a lot of people don't go after them because they don't look at them as companies, but they take your money every month, so <laughs> you might as well give them a reason to give you some of theirs. So um, just think about that. And there's so many creative ways. Like, I just want to let you know before I, we get off that there is no cookie-cut way to do Like, you don't have to – it doesn't have to be this way every single time. You have to really listen to see what they want. Now, you should have some ideas listed out to say, oh, yeah, I can do this. We do it. We're going to do a tour. We're going to do this. But if they, that's not what they want, you need to find out, well, what do you want? What do you want to happen? What do you want to see happen? What are some of your goals? And then you, you go from there. But people, companies, corporations, they normally, they, you want to connect, they want to be connected with the people that you're connected with, especially through your media, sponsor, your media yeah, sponsorship and your media company. So I hope that this was helpful to you all. I really hope to see all of you all next month. Um, it's going to be amazing and really transform your life. I know what it's like to start a business and not know what to do next and trying to just figure out who my market is and how to connect with them and get clarity. And, and But if for nothing else, let me tell you, to meet the sponsors that will be there and connecting, and she's even going to be doing a, a session on um, crowdsourcing, which I know nothing about. So I told you, I don't if I don't know about it, I don't speak on it. But she's an expert in that as well. So she's going to be doing that um, as well as some amazing other people that will have there too outside of corporate sponsorship just like getting the nitty-gritty before you to get your business ready so you can get that uh, proposal ready to send it off to them. So bless you all so much. I'm so excited to hear and read your emails. Connect with me on social media. Let me know your questions. I am ready and willing to help. I also wanted to let you know I forgot to tell you, those of you who are um, registering for the event, you do that by tomorrow, I will be doing a offering you a complimentary um, brainstorming session to go over who your market is and then what are some companies that you can connect with and just getting real clarity so as you get ready to come to the event next month then you'll have all that in place and you can start you don't even have to wait till next month to start like working in it so that is a special bonus that I'll be offering tomorrow is the deadline 
for that special, um, that three payments of $97. So it's just 97 tomorrow. So you all have a good evening. God bless you, and I will see you on the other side. God bless. Bye-bye.